VIP listeners, you are now on the mark. We're happy to have you tuning back in. We got a beautiful show for you today with the spring and summer of 2019 approaching. There's, you know, a tension around. There's an anticipation. People are looking forward to the warm weather. It's exciting. The beach. The trips. Mm -hmm. You know, a few more nights out. When the weather's warm. Oh, yeah. Getting a little more reckless when the weather's warm. Mm-hmm. Not saying you don't keep everything in check, but just you have a little more fun Oh yeah. when the weather's nice outside. You let loose a little more. Exactly. Now, Benny, as you know, I've had a lot going on in my personal life. I'm going half blind. We were out earlier. I got the, the regular glasses on, the sunglasses on. You're like an old man. Nobody's more sensitive to to light and brightness than I am. That's what you say. You know, that makes me a little scared of the summer. How am I going to handle that? I need those polarized, high-end sunglasses for that glare. You're getting the transition lenses. Yes. Like uh, Michael Douglas wore in Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Or like the nerds in middle school wore. Yeah, well, uh, you swear by that. Yeah. I can't even pick... All right. I'll Our bartender your... today didn't agree with me either, but <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Maybe she was a nerd in middle school. I don't know. Could be. The fake tits and tattoos uh, may have shown that. She was. No, nah, I thought she was a good-looking girl, though. Well, she was, but sometimes you grow into that. All right. All right. Anywho, my my eyes are going bad on me. My teeth are going bad on me. I got a real sensitive tooth in the back of my mouth. That's affected all my meals when i drink uh water or anything cold i feel that tingling kind of sensation anything hot that so my eyes my teeth are going bad i'm complaining about everything over here but it's the truth i got a lot of ailments you're a mess now on the good side of things started a nice new job that i'm very proud of i got a a new motor vehicle, which mm-hmm. I'm enjoying mm-hmm. as I sit in traffic for 60 minutes to 90 minutes a day. But at least I'm sitting in something I enjoy. Sure. So that's me catching the VIP listeners up with what we, you know I've had going on. Benny, anything new that you want to let the VIP listeners know that you got going on? Well, we're just both adulting, man. Adulting hardcore. You know, working hard at our respected jobs. 
and you know i i taken up a little bit of a new love interest if you will but it's nothing official it's nothing serious uh but yeah i got a new one on the horizon if you will yeah it seems like you have a whole new theory on women and dating and getting laid yeah. uh, for 2019, for summer 2019, spring 2019. And frankly, this theory sounds like there's really no time restraints on it. No. This is just almost a state of the union address. Yeah, in terms times of, are a-changing, as Bob Dylan once said. Okay. Enlighten the VIP listeners here on what exactly you are referencing. Well, you know, back in the day, you can even go back a couple years. It was a seller's market for girls. Girls that were hot and knew it. It was tough to get them, man. It really was. As a guy, what are you going to go up to this good-looking girl at a bar and say to get her? It's tough. But the times are changing, and it's become a buyer's market for single guys out there. And it's really exciting. It's an exciting time to be alive. Now, can you just go up to these girls and stick your tongue down their throat and and take it from there? Or is there a little more to it than that? You probably have to look like Brad Pitt in order to just advance the steps like that. Okay. Having said that, uh, you know, you catch the right girl at the right time, you definitely couldn't just stick your tongue down her throat. You could or couldn't? You probably could if you catch her at the right time with the right girl. In the right environment. In the right environment. It's all about that. But here's the thing. It's a buyer's market nowadays. These girls have lowered their standards for guys. The dad bod is in. People, Girls like these guys with stupid tattoos or whatever it may be. Things that just a few years ago girls would have held against you you now have at least a niche market for so you're talking about like the pete davidson's of the world exactly something along those lines how could he ever have gotten a kate beckinsale a couple Mm. years ago Mm -hmm. now the quirky guy that's a little weird and a little out there you've lowered your standards so now kate beckinsale thinks that pete davidson is in her league Mm -hmm. it doesn't even make sense Mm -hmm. you can throw ariana grande in that Okay. It would have never made sense, those two together. But in this new era of a buyer's market for single guys, it makes all the sense in the world. Okay. Continue to elaborate here for our VIP listeners. So not only have the girls lowered their standards for guys, they've raised their standards amongst themselves. Hot girls used to be few and far between. It used to be you go to a bar and everybody could pick out the two hot girls in the bar that night. Now... Everyone has a different take on which one's the hot girl. Yeah. Some like the the juicy girl. Some like the skinny girl. Some like the one with the huge ass. Some like the one with the huge tits. Some like the one that went really hard on makeup. Others like the stoner chick that never wore makeup. Or the big tittied goth chick. Exactly. Nowadays, even the middle tier girls look really good. These girls, even on social media, are competing against 11-year-olds for how they look. Interesting. So their standard for themselves, while they've raised the bar of their actual looks, they believe they're worse than they actually are now, or at least they used to be. So you think because of the competition amongst girls via Instagram— Uh-huh, a big part. —that— that has essentially lowered their standards for the guys out there. Absolutely. And not because only because they almost want to fulfill that role 
of being the hotter one in the relationship. Like, nobody would argue uh, that Kanye West is better looking than Kim Kardashian. Agreed. Nobody would ever have argued that Pete Davidson was better looking than an Ariana Grande or totally. a Kate Beckinsale. Totally. So it's or, or um, Russell Brand and Katy Perry. Yes, that's a good example. Absolutely. Back in the day, I, they might not even still be. I have no clue if they're together, but they were at one time. Back in the right? day, a Jennifer Aniston wouldn't settle for anyone that wasn't a Brad Pitt. Yeah. Now Jennifer yeah. Aniston would settle for fucking anyone. Yeah. For some schlub. Yeah, because that's kind of in vogue. Yes. It, it, they've lowered the standards for guys that are acceptable and raised their own standards to a point that they can't match those standards. So now their self-confidence has so taken a dip. So you're saying now guys who aren't in the best shape, aren't the best dressed, have some maybe shitty, inexpensive, home-done, homemade tattoos. Yes. Uh, what about their bank account, though? What if it's a very, very subpar bank account? You know, the you know, subpar be, bank account hurts. That cannot help. Well, some girls, it eliminates you. Exactly. It's not even a question. But right. those girls have existed throughout time. Yes. That's no different. Right. Having said that, those girls are now even more likely to lower their standards, even in the bank account department, to being okay with somebody who is struggling as long as he treats her all right. Yeah. That's another thing. The Instagram culture has created all these guys not only dropping in DMs, but just following stories of these random girls, these random strippers, these girls that are friends with your girl. Right, right. And they, the girl that you're with might think that their friends are hotter than them. Maybe their friends are hotter than them. Fair. In which case, now they're competing even against that just because you view their friends' stories. And here's another X factor to the whole situation, to the whole theory, is that the slut culture between girls has been now not only more accepted, but now widely celebrated or appreciated. It used to be, okay, these girls would insult another girl, calling her a slut or a whore. Now the insults about other girls are... Her eyebrows are terrible. She uses too much makeup. It has nothing to do with her slut and whore activities. If anything, the girls, when they hear these other girls' stories about being a whore, oh, yeah, this girl has a boyfriend, but she's kind of not with him, and she's kind of got this guy on the side, but she can't go to AC that night with the guy on the side because now apparently her boyfriend is going to be in AC too that night, and she can't take that trip. Mm Mm-hmm. Sweet girls, girls that are in committed relationships, will say, good for her. Right. Good for her. Yeah. The slut whore culture has been more appreciated and accepted widely. Yeah. And it's no longer a negative. They're warped by social media and memes. They're almost brainwashed by memes. Oh, yeah. Memes created and developed by losers. Mm Mm-hmm. Mo- and in morons. large part, yeah, in large part, that just it somehow went viral. Yes, almost out of sheer stupidity mm-hmm. and like lackadaisical posting. Oh yeah, and these a lot of these girls and uh, I'm sure a lot of these guys swear by it and live by it. Live it's by embarrassing. It. I know you have podcasts such as Caller Daddy, who I'm currently wearing a sweatshirt 
No, you enjoy from. it. From. I enjoy that podcast. They sent you that sweatshirt because they know you listen. They know you podcast. I appreciate them. Alex and Sophia, they're close friends. Uh, they're friends of the show. What can I say? And I, I'm friends of their show. They're good people. And at the end of the day, you can really tell that sweet, innocent girls that love this podcast, they love it because the slut and whore culture of these girls has been more widely accepted. Five years ago, it would have gotten tarnished. It would have gotten destroyed by these girls. Yeah, social media gave birth to it. Now, earlier today, was walking around with my water bottle, which is a Contigo water bottle. You know, keeps uh, a drink cold or hot for like 12 hours. Sure. It's become a daily part of my life. Mm Mm-hmm. Got a compliment on my water bottle. Was the girl who gave me the compliment, who was about my age, who was, you know, she looked, you know, normal looking chick. She looked Mm -hmm. good, whatever. Was that her moving on me? I believe so. She was looking for. She moved on me. I think she moved on you, man. She saw something she liked, and she wasn't afraid to figure out a way. To, to open start up, conversa- up a conversation. Sure. Which is normal. Which is what I've been preaching forever to guys. It's all about just starting up a interesting, random conversation. Something different than a normal person would have. I'll take that. Yeah, that, that explanation makes a lot of sense to me. And, you know, I raved about my Contigo water bottle yeah. to her. I told her, you gotta get one. Gotta have one. It's a great part of the daily commute, the daily work life. Sure. And here's another little X factor of it's a buyer's market. The Bumble, the Tinder, Mm, all these hinge, all of these, everything from J-Date down. Yeah. You got all these girls out there wanting to find a guy. And you know what I mean? They swipe left, they swipe right, whether they swipe on you. The point is that. On an average, when they go to these sites, how many guys do you think they say yes to? More than one. More than three. I'm sure they're saying yes to a fair fucking amount. Yeah. In which case, it's a buyer's market, man. These girls aren't picky. Mm -hmm. They're picking a dozen, two dozen guys in a sitting that they would be happy to hang out with, get a drink with. Whether you're one of those or not, the point is that it's a buyer's market out there. A lot of these girls go wild, too, when they meet a guy who they're attracted to, who they, for whatever reason, respect or enjoy their conversation, whatever, what have you. But they have no mutual connections. Sure. Because anything they do. Yep. Doesn't get get reported back. back. Doesn't get reported back. Yep. And also... You have no way of truly finding out her history. And that as well. If this girl was a total whore in high school, the type of girl that people in high school would be like, oh, you could never date her. The girl with a nickname, a whore nickname. Back when the whores were getting tarnished. Now we're in a, now we're in a culture (laughs) where these whores, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're in a culture where these whores, they're not getting tarnished for their behavior, but they also don't want the history of the past either yeah so they're fine if you find out about it but they don't want you knowing it previously because then you have the misconceptions of it from back in a day when it wasn't widely accepted see now benny i'm at a point 
where I don't necessarily care about a girl's past at all if I genuinely like the girl. Sure. If we have a genuine, dope, cool-ass connection, Mm -hmm. I'm at a point I really could care less almost how many guys she slept with. I'm as with you. As crazy as that sounds. I, I am with you. In other words, you condone that stuff. <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> oh, Andrew. I know, I know. I just want to make sure I don't wind up kissing fucking that King Cole over here. No, I'm not talking about me. I'm saying, you know, <laughs> you know, you can see how a girl could. You know, he's got yeah. personality. Oh, of course. Personality. Me and John Gordon just like our personality. He's very talented. I understand perfectly what you're saying, but you have to watch out sometimes how you say things you know people get the wrong impression i don't care about a girl's number i never ask a girl's number i don't uh, yeah i don't know. even ask it's all about how they respect you and how yes. the connection is oh yeah there was this there can be some stories though that you hear about a girl that you're into mm-hmm. and it tarnishes it for no real reason for things that i've possibly done or things that i could have been a part of at times. You know, people grow up. People grow People up. make mistakes. Absolutely. Agreed. And nobody's an exception to that rule. I know. I'm actually grateful. Because I, I have a bitter, stern, uh, angry outlook towards a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But in this department, I'm fairly laid back. Which yeah. I'm, I'm grateful for that. No, I hear you. You know how I can get fired up over s- some weird, stupid, irrelevant shit. Sure. I feel like this is actually a pretty important topic. Because at the end of the day, you are, most people are trying to eventually find somebody mm-hmm. to build something with. Sure. Whether that means a family or just a life together, mm-hmm. what have you. I think for the most part, it's unanimous. Nine out of ten people want that. I agree. And the thing about it, too, is a lot of times if you find somebody with an outrageously high number, let's say, or just some pretty, pretty bad stories, or and maybe not bad, but pretty questionable stories, mm-hmm. we'll call it, things that, you know, had you known about 10, 15 years prior, you might never consider this person for that. But okay, I see where you're. Okay, yeah. In present day, if you didn't know them back then, it's easier to get past that. Mm-hmm. It really is. Mm-hmm. At this point, you move past. It, people need that sometimes to understand what they're looking for mm-hmm. in a partner. Mm-hmm. So to get to that point, sometimes you have to experience those negative things and those bad, questionable decisions. Absolutely, couldn't agree more. And. Like I said, that I'm I'm grateful to have that outlook in this department because I think that's an understanding, lenient outlook. Sure. Because how many guys will hear? Oh, you hear from a girl? Oh, you slept with that many dudes? I'm done with you. Yeah. I don't yeah. ask. Like I said, you I, shouldn't ask for you, our guy listeners. Lot, you should not ask. A lot of guys ask, which is crazy to me. A lot. Of, I would say more guys than not ask. And I I almost didn't even give the advice that you shouldn't ask. Figuring most people would know not to ask, but you don't ask. It yeah. shows self-doubt. Well, and also their thought or a part of the thought is, you know, if things are going good, why ruin a good thing and ask? Why ask? Why? What number What number can you hear that would be a positive? If it's too low, I start worrying that she's a clinger because she hasn't experienced life and could also ditch 
at any point later mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. she might feel she hasn't experienced life. You might life. assume she's a, 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 a lying, pathological liar type uh, deal. That's another thing. Maybe she's not being honest with me yeah. if she gives me a number I don't believe. Yeah. And if she gives me a number that's way too high, well, now I'm just grossed out. Mm-hmm. Now it now it's disgusting. Now I don't want to go down on her. Now it <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> now I'm believing my whole fraternity fucked the girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a lose lose question. Totally lose lose question. It's a question I never look to get. And if you get questioned on it yourself, you casually say, "Nah, I don't really know my number. It's probably about two dozen, give or take." Yeah, keep it vague. Keep it vague. Give a number like two dozen, give or take. That's reasonable in her head. She can get past that type of number unless she's only had sex maybe with one or two people and really never been around those kind of people in her life. But it's also not a number where she's like, Jesus Christ, how many? Like, Mm -hmm. if you're saying that number, how many is it really? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, I know guys from my fraternity that would have sex with 20 plus girls in a semester. Mm Mm-hmm. Now I was never that guy, mm-hmm. but that's a little that's a little extreme. Those type of guys have to tell a girl that he's had sex with 150 girls, right? That ain't a good number, right? That ain't the winning number, right? Yeah, it's a red flag for it's a chick a to hear that. Huge red flag to any girl, no doubt. You could have. I mean, honestly, you tell another guy you slept with 150 chicks, you yeah. gotta. Go get checked he up for some STDs you. Absolutely. or something. Jesus but, Christ, I hope you, I hope are, you've been buying Trojans the whole time. There are guys with the with those numbers, mm-hmm. and hey, God bless them. What was Wilt Chamberlain's number? What did he say? Ten thousand. Ten thousand ish. You or know take. that's and, unreal. Well, as one of those figures, you have to have that kind of legendary number to me. Yeah, it's it's so outrageous. It is outrageous. I mean, I, I, it's bogus because at some point. You'll lose count. Oh, 100%. You'll you lose, lose count. count after probably about 15 to 20, you start losing count. No doubt about it. Yeah. that's that, uh, Anything over a dozen, you start losing count. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, he was around in the 70s. Yeah. A lot of partying. A lot of Drugs, partying. booze. Yeah. He don't know what the hell he was doing some of those nights. No. Seriously. So, Who knows? And that applies for people not living in the 70s too yeah when you're partying like that when you stay single for that long and you're bouncing around hooking up with different chicks sleeping around these nights aren't like well-documented nights Mm -hmm. very true (laughs) sometimes you want to forget these nights yeah and it's one of these things maybe you're just counting what you wake up to the next day who knows what happened the night before but you woke up around with seven girls around you that could be a realistic scenario too so benny if you had to sum up the 2019 buyer's market, how would you put it into summation? I would essentially summarize it as the slut culture is alive and good. And more celebrated than ever before. More celebrated than ever before. The standards for guys has been lowered. The standards on girls between themselves has been raised. There is more competition to all these girls and their trust in these guys are lower than they've ever been before. Mm-hmm. It's a buyer's market, baby. You show them that they can trust you a little. You show them that you're a nice guy. 
that they're a attracted guy who enjoy, to. You know, who likes to have a good time. Likes Show them a good, a good time. time. Yeah. You don't have to be outrageous. You don't have to go over the top. It's a buyer's market. Mm-hmm. You don't have to kill yourself for these. Mm-hmm. Like my dad always said, you ask 10 girls to have sex, at least one of them will say yes. Mm-hmm. Today's day and age, you ask two girls to have sex, at least one of them will say yes. All right. There it is, VIP listeners. I'm pretty much on board with you, Betty. It's uh, Social media has spawned. Uh, insane culture of dating, relationships, this, that, hookups, this, that, and the other. You could really go on and on about it nonstop. Mm-hmm. And it seems like each episode, and when I say episode, I mean like a hookup with a girl or a little bit of dating, has a unique quality, but similar results, a similar algorithm mm-hmm. to how it all played out oh yeah have <laughs> you ever that's se- kind of what you're talking about oh yeah have you ever seen the movie the big short i enjoy that movie yeah. really good movie actually mm-hmm. very good movie it reminds me of the time just before the big short okay when it was a buyer's market on the housing market mm-hmm. everybody was buying up these mansions so will anything burst this bubble oh pe- there will be a burst to the bubble that's for sure because the end the, of Instagram somehow. Uh, not even the end of Instagram. It's going to come subtly, I believe. It's one of these things right now, people can buy mansions that can't afford them. Eventually, the government finds out you can't afford this mansion. You can't keep paying for this mansion, and you can't keep the mansion. So eventually, you get kicked out of the mansion. But for the meantime, enjoy the mansion because it's a buyer's market. And you were able to buy yourself a mansion when you can't afford one. Until next time, gang, you are now off the mark. I